killers, some straight up killers. Sit your ass down and eat dudes for dinner. There's food on my plate cause I'm the breadwinner. Is my ass getting fat cause it ain't getting thinner? Awesome. Welcome. Welcome, you guys. This is episode six of In My Opinion with Io. Today, I'm mostly just going to be clarifying um, and answering some questions that people in the chat had asked that I didn't answer in the last episode and clarifying some things that I said that might have been miscommunicated in some way because, yeah, I was like two weeks deep really no sleep, no food, and that can take a huge toll on people. So get your food in, get your sleep in, you guys. Remember that. Had a nice nap today after I got my diploma. Oh my gosh, congratulations to King Crimson today on getting his diploma. He is now graduated from high school and is looking for a college or university to apply to. So congratulations. Congratulations. All right. Actually, I'm starting off this episode with a question from him. King Crimson asked, what do I think of all lives matter versus black lives matter? Um, how do I feel about people who say that? What do I think about that? Okay, yes, honestly, all lives matter. Everybody knows that the Black Lives Matter movement group this whole thing is not saying that all lives don't matter. It's just saying like black lives matter. They matter because obviously they feel like they're unequal. They feel like they are being treated as less than and it's very obvious that they are and it's coming out that, you know, a lot of other groups don't feel equal as well either and to me, it's just like, come on, if you don't feel equal, just stand behind the Black Lives Matter movement, just stand behind your friends and just help them and support each other and support equality. And I don't know why, if, if you guys are friends, why can't you support your friends when they need you? Support your friends when they need you because that's what friends do, right? Right. So this whole thing it just kind of I feel like sparked almost this like great awakening in the human race where people are now realizing that even though they might not consciously be aware or practice in some kind of racism or bias or prejudice that subconsciously yes all these things are there unconscious bias um, generational racism subliminal racism all of these things are very real and black people are heading heading this movement they want equality because for hundreds if not thousands of years like I said since the beginning of different skin tones for some reason socially we, as a human collective, had said, you know what, we don't like black people. We don't like people whose skin colors are darker than ours. We don't like people who look different than us. And it's just, 
some something that we have like definitely ingrained in our minds since that first thought ever formed and yes a lot of things are unequal all lives matter and all of that but definitely people with darker skin tones black people have been pushed aside made less than seen unequal for whatever reason the superiority complex or whatnot i have no idea a lot of things go into play here on how we treat one another in this world okay and it's not just them who experience it but they have definitely been the ones who get it the most whether we want to accept that or not and they are here and they are leading this huge movement of equality because they fucking want it not only for themselves but for everyone so black lives matter does not mean just black lives because they recognize that all lives matter but they're just like hey you guys we're the ones who want to do something about it we're the ones who keep getting fucked over come on if you're behind equality just stand with us right now please please all right um so that's that's kind of how i feel about that to clarify let's go ahead and i made a, like a little list it might be out of order from the last episode but that's okay let's see uh, Aya, while I do agree with all of that, you got my question wrong. Okay, so go ahead and explain to me a little bit more because I thought that is what you're asking. Um, I'll go ahead and answer that or re-answer that at the end of all of this, but let me just go through these things really quick. I feel like it'll tie in at the end also. Okay, hold on. Let me just answer this really quick, you guys. For those of you listening at home, I know I said I was moving on, but he typed it out really fast. So my question was, what do you feel about people who say none of the lives matter until black lives matter? All right. I definitely agree with that because to say that we're all equal and all you know represented and treated fairly and to realize that there are literally unjust things happening to this community this group of people and just to go ahead and just keep saying all lives matter all lives matter all lives matter and all of that um you're definitely disregarding what they have to say so they're trying to prove a point that look we're not all gonna matter we're not all gonna be equal until this group is now seen as equal if that makes sense because literally if we're saying all lives matter and we're disregarding them and their movement we're still holding them down and still 
keeping them under just even a little bit. And so until we can accept that, yes, there are these unconscious bias and prejudice and all these things that people plan to, whether they realize it or not, and until they can just put those things aside and just say, yes, you are my friends and I, I recognize that what is happening is wrong and I recognize that even though it happens to everybody, that it has happened to you guys more consistently and for longer periods of time. So, yes, okay, we're not all going to be equal. None of us are all going to be seen as equal, you know, until we're all seen as equal. If that answers your question. Okay. <laughs> um, so here we go. To clarify Antifa. Antifa was started in the late 1920s. 1930s, early 1930s. So here we go in um, in Europe. Over there, we have pretty much three groups. We have the Communist Party of Germany, the KPD, the Nazis, and a bunch of different groups and stuff that are just different forms of social democrats, liberals. And in the end, they're pretty much going to kind of come together and form this social democratic party um they're going to come together and form this social democratic party and this is somehow also going to be social fascism in the end of all of this okay so you have the commies here and the nazis and they just they both are against these liberals because they're just like, okay, we don't really like the fascism. Nazis, not so much. They're just like, yeah, we're, we're kind of, you know, fascist over here too, but we just really don't like these liberals, you know. So that's going on. Ernest Thalman turned the KPD into like the Stalinist party, totally loyal to the Soviet. They were being funded by the Soviet government and all of this stuff. And during this time, while all of this is happening, um, a paramilitary affiliate of the KPD went ahead and, um, formed them, hold on, the Alliance of Red Front Fights was formed in, I believe it was 1924 is what I wrote down. So these guys form their own separate things because they're they're just like, look, we are we are definitely against fascism. That's what we stand for. We definitely hate fascists. And they were banned in nineteen twenty nine as extremists. Okay, um, at this time people were still kind of seeing Nazis as the lesser of two evils in nineteen thirty two. Antifa was finally the name and everything came around and was formed after fascism definitely became seen as more of a real threat. So people were definitely like, dude, we are anti-fascist. Anyone who's anti-fascist, you know, go ahead, be Antifa, because that is what Antifa is. And that totally 
inspired all these other post-war era um, anti-fascist movements and groups that we see um, emerging, popping up, re-emerging since the 1940s. What I read was that the Antifa group that is today, that has been labeled a terrorist organization, even though they're not really an organization, these guys came around in the 1960s, started in Europe, and then made their way here into the U.S. in the 70s. Either way, anyone who is anti-fascism is pro-fascism. I don't know why that doesn't make sense. I don't know why that doesn't make sense to people. People are like, oh, Antifa, they're fascists. They're not fascists. You can't be against fascism and be fascist because otherwise you're just a fascist. Why doesn't that make sense to people, okay? Yeah, there are like a lot of assholes out there, whether they are white supremacists, whether they are actually just angry people, trying to associate themselves with Antifa and all this other stuff. Who freaking knows? But there are always going to be people who are trying to start shit. Why? Because we're all working from uh, different levels of consciousness here, people. So we're not always going to see eye to eye. We're always going to have that one guy who is just like more prone to being aggressive and violent, no matter how peaceful of a group and a protest and a movement wants to be because in order for someone to even want to get up and out of the house and protest something, they're already really upset. They're already really emotional. Nobody's going to be sitting there, you know, in their house and like, yeah, I'm just going to protest this today because I'm in a really good mood about it. I feel really good about it. No, people are usually really upset about the thing they're protesting and when it's your fucking life here and your rights and how you were treated as a human being it definitely 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 gets people fucking pissed so those people working at a lower level of consciousness are always going to ruin it for everyone else you can't judge a whole group as we know by that one asshole who starts shit because that guy starts shit and then you're in a huge group like that you're in a huge energy field of emotion surrounded by other people you have no idea where that first rock was thrown or where it's coming from or the first punch or what the first shot fired you have no idea where that's coming from and as a human all your emotions are already like riled up over this you hear that and you want to defend yourself and you want to start fighting so I, it's not a surprise that once one asshole starts it it causes this chain reaction because people are emotional here you guys and we can't blame a whole group on that one dude especially since it's kind of coming out that there were white supremacists who infiltrated the Antifa website or wherever they were sending posts from and they were really they were trying to cause the freaking a ruckus so 
That's why I said, you know, these people infiltrated, they're obviously friggin' assholes. Let them keep the name, okay? Because they turned it into a terrorist organization. They want to be terrorists, so let them keep the name. Change the name to something else because Antifa was known as something else before. And you guys, as long as you're anti-fascist and as long as you're pro-equality and for equal rights and equal treatment of people of all colors, of all ethnicities, of all religious backgrounds, it doesn't matter. As long as everyone here is treated equal, like we say we're treating everyone equal, you know, and as long as you're for that, we should stand up and stand together and fucking fight the people who are against that shit because they're the assholes here. All right, they're the ones who don't want equal treatment and equal rights. They're the fucking fascists. They're the fucking terrorists. Fuck them. It's so funny because my mom told me that I should not, I should stop cussing on my show. And I was like, mom, but you know that's just the way I talk. Because she's my mom and this is how I talk. This is just how I talk. And my mom knows that. And she's like, I know, but, you know, there's people out there who don't like to... I'm just like, whatever, mom. Fuck those people. Okay. Next. The White House bunker. Okay, yes. There is an initial White House bunker that was built... Oh, um, What did I say? World War II... Um, Theodore Roosevelt, right? Fuck. Fuck. Anyways, that first one, and yes, there was another one built in like 2015 under the Obama administration. And I'm going to say under the Obama administration because Obama personally isn't the one who is like, you guys, I need this fucking bunker, okay? Like, if there's only one bunker down there and it's that fucking old-ass one, like, why wouldn't they want to renovate? Why wouldn't they want to, like, make something newer and have it more modern and bigger and whatever? And also, the person who was trying to argue with me on all of this pointed out in the very beginning that the president has little to do and has little to say with what actually fucking goes on in the United States. It's mostly Congress, which is true. Okay, which is really why it is important to fucking get your say in into all those elections that lead up to the big presidential election. Okay, because it's not the fucking president. The president is just the face of the government. Okay, that's the guy to blame because people just love to have this one single entity to blame or to cheer or to, you know, to whatever because the president has no say in the economy really congress has more of a say the president has a little bit of a say but the economy essentially is its own entity okay people so the white house bunker and all of that the president can yeah be like yeah cool let's go ahead and build a new bunker but they're not the ones who are like bro we need a fucking new bunker asap because i'm president so and so and i fucking need a new bunker. no and guarantee it if congress 
is the people who have more of a say, like Congress has a bigger say in when and where and how these bunkers get built. So, <laughs> Obama did not build a new bunker. Okay, you guys. Yes, the Secret Service probably was like, President Trump, we need to escort you down into this bunker for your own safety, but guarantee it that, you know, Trump had some kind of say in let me turn, in, turn off all of the lights before we go down there. Because, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're just going down to inspect it like you say, why do you need to turn all of the lights off? All right. That brings me into this next one. I kind of explained it. The president really has no say. And like I got into it a little bit more because the person who was arguing with me after saying that Congress pretty much has this say because they're definitely, those people have way longer terms, like count it, you know, 50 plus years, some of them, and yeah, they're the ones who are over here passing these laws and approving these things, and you know, they're the ones who have more of a say. My friend here is just like, I don't support Trump, and then everything he says after that is defending Trump. The president has little to say in what goes on in the United States, yet these things that he says to defend Trump also contradict what he says about Congress because now all of a sudden Trump is solely responsible for the unemployment rates being so low. He is responsible for the economy being the best it has ever been and all this other stuff. It's not him, okay? It's not. And if we can remember, Obama picked up in the worst economic crisis we had seen pretty much since the freaking 30s and the stock market crashing, okay? So America was in pretty bad shape. Obama and his administration and Congress went ahead and did all this stuff to try and ease the economy back into some kind of stable state and get us back to where we want to be. And then by the time that happened, Trump went ahead and took over and then he took all of the credit for something he really has no control over. And yet, this person who knows all these facts who doesn't support Trump still defends him and he's like Trump is not a racist Trump has done this he has you know this 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 and this and this and I'm just over here like dude I don't give a fuck what Trump has done if you openly publicly and proudly admit to sexual harassment, you are a fucking goon, you are a scumbag, you are a low piece of shit, steaming pile, fuck you, okay? That's what you are. I don't give a fuck. 
I don't give a fuck how many fucking Ellis Island awards you've won. You're a fucking piece of shit. If you're telling people to grab them by the pussy, I just, I just kiss, 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 kiss. It doesn't matter. You just kiss it. Yeah, da, 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 da. Fuck you. If you're fucking sexually harassing people and you're so proud of it, you're a fucking scumbag. I don't give a fuck. Uh. All right? The First Amendment. Yes, you do have the right to petition a grievance. Yes, I understand people were upset. That is a grievance. You can't go to the salon. You can't fucking get your hair done, your nails did, whatever. That is a grievance, okay? But no one is... Nowhere in there does that say you have the right to do these things during a global pandemic because that is kind of like the exception to this rule. If people weren't in a global pandemic and they were telling you, look, you can't go to the salon because you're fucking, you're ugly. You can't go to the salon because I don't like the color of your skin. You can't go to the salon because I don't like the way you dress. You can't go to the salon because you're gay. You can't go to the salon because you're this, 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 this then you have a reason to freaking stand behind the First Amendment and petition your fucking grievances, okay? But not during a global pandemic. It doesn't freaking, the First Amendment doesn't cover global catastrophes, okay? I don't understand because I feel like in the rest of the world, people were just like, whoa, there's a virus going around and there's a pandemic. We're fucking trying to be safe and chill. And here in America, we don't even believe that there is a fucking virus. Still, still, Florida has now had like record high fucking numbers after they friggin' were closed for two weeks and then reopened and now nobody's wearing a mask and people are just breathing on each other at the gyms and shit like that. And now they got a lot of fucking cases of COVID and a lot of people who are on social media saying, oh, I don't know anybody who's ever had COVID-19. Anyone out there? This is a conspiracy. Now I see them turning around because a bunch of them got sick after reopening and guess who has COVID? <laughs> All those people. <laughs> Slowly but surely, they keep popping up on my fucking feed and I'm sorry you guys are sick, but I'm kind of like reveling in the fucking... I don't know if it's irony. I don't think it is. I'm just enjoying it because it's it's karma, okay? It's fucking karma. You didn't believe in COVID-19. No one ever believes in anything until it happens to them, okay? They don't. You can't knock somebody's truth just because you have never experienced it, okay? You can't... Go ahead and say that they're false. Go ahead and tell them they're wrong or anything like that if you've never experienced it. People always ask me, what are my religious beliefs? And I believe in all religions. I believe in all ideas and faiths and practices as equal. I see them all as equal. Why? 
just because I haven't experienced myself, these people believe in what they believe in so much. These things are so true to them. Who am I to come over and tell them they're wrong because I've never experienced their personal truths? They've never experienced my personal truths. I have seen ghosts. I have seen, you know, crazy things like that, that people don't believe in, that they, you know, would never ever think was real because they've never seen it before. And it's just like, well, I don't know what to tell you because I have definitely seen it multiple times. People around me have seen these things. It's not just something I have personally experienced on my own, you know. So we all hold a piece of this giant puzzle that makes humanity and makes the universe and makes our reality. We all hold a piece. You can't make a picture with the same fucking piece, you guys. So give some people a fucking break. If you, if don't knock them because your experiences aren't their own. Try to understand, try to step out of your own shoes, try to step out of your own mind even and see beyond yourself and your own world and try to understand for a second what it would be like to be in that person's shoes. I feel like that's what a lot of people don't do and that's what a lot of people aren't doing now because they want to say things like, but, da 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 da, but, da 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 da, but all lives matter, but black on black crimes, but white people this, but this and this and this. Put yourself in someone else's shoes. Try to see their truths. Just try. It's not that hard. But apparently it is. What else did I write down? I wrote a few things down. Okay, so I learned this today. I... This is my own ignorance. I thought that person of color, people of color, POC was the politically correct term for black person, for their, the whole group community, and that it encompassed every person of, of, um, of those different ethnicities that make up black people. I thought that saying black people or black persons or using the word black was also seen as racist, but today I have learned that POC is not politically correct to encompass all these ethnicities. It is the correct way to encompass everybody who pretty much is not white um, and that yes there are, are racist ways of saying of using the word 
black to describe people like blacks the blacks you know definitely if you're using it in a negative way and you are trying to be fucking mean about it um if you are just saying african-american that obviously if you don't know is not the politically correct term because african-americans suggest that they are all from Africa, um, that they all are now tied into this American heritage and culture, and it totally disregards the other cultures and ethnicities that make up this huge community, the black community. All right, so I learned that today, that is and I'm so I'm trying to be so careful with the words that I choose because I literally I don't want to offend anyone and all of these politically correct terms I feel like keep changing or adding on to or something like that and it's it's really it's hard to stay on top of because we as a human with all these new technology things our information travels so fast and it changes just as fast as it travels okay cool king crimson you are very welcome thank you for asking the question um and thank you for re-explaining what you meant um okay next defund the police for those of you who don't know does not mean defund the police completely okay I did not think really it meant defund the police completely, but I wasn't sure if they were aware of how much excess or anything like that that they have. Yes, a lot of places are aware that they do have and receive so much excess in funding. And what defund the police is, because this is all public money that we pay with our taxes here, means just moving some of that excess around to go ahead and pay for other public things like public schools, public health care, and stuff like that. The live Twitch. Hello! <laughs> How are you? Oh, Christian, I keep forgetting that you changed your freaking name. <laughs> hey, I love the Pikachu. Okay. But yeah, defund the police doesn't mean completely defund them. It means redistributing our tax money to different public places like schools, like healthcare, more specifically to these communities where they need them. And to me, it doesn't just, you know, they're saying that they want it to benefit mostly, you know, black communities, minority communities, and things like that. But to me, it doesn't, going ahead and like funding those communities, to me, doesn't just benefit that community, it benefits all of us. I don't understand what people don't get. Like if we go ahead and redistribute this money to the school systems, and especially in those areas, like,
that just means more equality, more privilege, more easier access to these things that we, that most people thought existed. It's making these things actually real. <laughs> these things that we promised can actually happen. Defund them, please, doesn't mean completely defund them, you know? And they're even thinking about, like, taking some of that excess and going ahead and adding it to their salaries because police have crazy fucking jobs. They're the police, you know? They, they're not being paid as well as they should for the things that we rely on them for, okay? And it'll go to reform and it's gonna go to this but there's a huge excess that definitely you know a lot of cities are now realizing also like hey we do have like freaking billions of dollars just going to the police we could definitely take a few million and send it to public schools send it to the black community go ahead and freaking health care you know it doesn't just benefit them. It helps them, yes, but we all benefit. You did change it. All right. Someone said to me also after all of this, after I posted the last episode, they were like, look, you're trying to be a leader right now, and I see too many people trying to be leaders right now. What needs to happen is people need to step down, and we need to be having these uncomfortable conversations, and I don't think your movement allows for these conversations to happen. The movement being the America United, look, it's not even a movement per se. If you want to call it a movement, it's an idea. It's just trying to get everybody on the same fucking page because... If we can realize that beyond all these unconscious biases and prejudices that are popping up, you know, that pretty much everyone wants our society to be the same, that is equal rights for everyone, justice for all, nobody wants to fear the police, people want these same key things. We get them all on the same side and realizing that then we can continue to have these uncomfortable conversations but as allies as friends because it is so easy to go ahead and dismiss what somebody else has to say when they're just a stranger to you when it seems like they're attacking your viewpoints and you're trying to defend yourself here but once you guys all get on the same side you see that you're like all are fighting for the same thing essentially you guys can have these conversations about contrasting viewpoints. And as friends, we typically try to understand an opposing view more because we value that person and their friendship. We need to take that and move it onto like a bigger scale and value each other, see each other as friends, you know, get on the same side and just 
try to understand each other's experiences, viewpoints, I feel like there would be less people trying to argue and defend and fight if they were all just like, you know, realize that they were mostly just like fighting about the same thing. These little tiny, like, these details and everything and people, you know, like I said, there's a great, great awakening of the minds going on right now and those conversations, these uncomfortable conversations can last a fucking lifetime. You know, we can spend a lifetime talking about these things, but if we do it as friends, we won't be as divided. That's, that's my opinion on that. All right. All right. Uh, 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 uh. I am so excited. After this, I'm going to take like a quick break and do an AMA. For those of you listening just on the podcast, I do live AMAs, which are Ask Me Anythings on Twitch. It goes beyond the topics that I discuss on the show. It gets really personal. People have literally asked me to do bunch of stuff they've made requests I've popped myself in the face I've yeah (laughs) yeah I'm not gonna give too much away but I just wanted to clarify those things because definitely I know last episode I yeah (laughs) I feel like it was kind of just like all over the place and not all of my thoughts came out the way I wanted them to. I was missing a few words. Lack of sleep, lack of nutrition. You guys drink plenty of water, get plenty of rest, eat plenty of food that helps your brain. Don't just eat fucking candy and think that you're going to be okay. Trust me, I know. My brother was here this weekend. He was helping me fix my computer, which it's not the power supply. So I'm getting a new motherboard. So that should be interesting. Um, We went hiking pretty much all across Los Angeles for two days. That was a lot of fun. It definitely gave me a lot of time to work out my frustrations, get my head clear, and... um, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I hope you guys had a great weekend. I'm really excited. I'm going to go ahead and end the podcast here. And then I'll see you back in a few minutes for the AMA. All right. Sounds good. Thank you guys so much. This is In My Opinion with Io. This is episode six. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you guys. I will talk to you soon.